Good morning, all. Always lovely to see you. Now, let's, uh, a lovely morning this morning, so let's, let's kind of not lose that, that atmosphere which was uh, building just in uh, with worship and praise. Um, I, I, I just, just, just felt, it, it obviously very important to have notices and things, but I, I, I just felt really strongly there just for someone uh, that, that might want to, to, to need to hear this. Uh, it says, where, where the, whenever two or more are gathered, he is here. Now I see more than two of us. So he is here, okay? The other thing that just, just kind of God just, just hit me with was, was like um, uh, when you have Elijah and he, he's there and God's not in the earthquakes, he's not in the fires, um, and he's, he's in a cave, and God speaks to him in a whisper. I love, I love the fact that God can speak in a whisper. When, you, when God speaks in a whisper, you know that you can't whisper from far away and hear. A whisper comes from someone close, and God is here, and God is close. Now, there is a time for shouting and calling on the name of God, uh, but I really feel today that if you want to hear from God today, just quiet yourself down, have yourself open, because he is ready to whisper to you this morning. Okay, so just, uh, just on to my message, I will, I'll explain. There won't be any scriptures up on the screen. It's not because I'm not prepared. I'm very prepared to be spirit-led, okay? I've got lots of notes, but we'll see where God, God takes me, and I wouldn't really want to put all the pressure on Kara to, like, where is it going now? Um, we are living in very interesting times. And before I go on, I, I just, I just want, I, I just, just feel I've just got to pray. Yeah, dear Heavenly Father, you, you, you placed some words on my heart. I pray, Lord, I submit to you that you use my tongue. Uh, to deliver your message, not mine, your message. Uh, Father, I just, just pray for hearts just to be open to receive a word from you today. Thank you, Father. Amen. Okay, so part of today is obviously me going through uh, finding Bible verses. Oh, again, because I, I, I am prepared, but uh, I, I want to I just kind of do this correctly. Um, and I want to just uh, go through um, Isaiah 5. So you, you'll have lots of, lots of notes to take today. Uh, Isaiah 5, uh, 18 to 23. And it says, Woe to those who drag iniquity with cords of deceit and pull sin along with cart ropes. To those who say, let him hurry up and do his work quickly so that we can see it. Let the plan of the Holy One of Israel take place so that we can know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness. Who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. There it goes, goes on. Um, but that's why I started off with it's interesting times that we are living in. We are living in a world where uh, uh, many have departed from the word of God. 
Okay, we live in a world where many believers have fallen away and don't know or believe the Bible. Okay, we have things happening that are a result of a culmination of little actions over many years, like that sandpaper just wearing things away and taking off layers, and we end up in situations where we don't want to be. We also have things happen in a twinkle of an eye, sort of things which you just would not think and all of a sudden have just changed and happened, as I'm sure you can pick many occasions, actually, in recent times. Okay, today I want to encourage you uh, with the church from the Word of God, okay? And the title is, for my message, that has and was and is going to be. That has and is and is to come, okay? And I, I want to do this to reassure you, okay? I want to reassure you to keep fighting the good fight, to run in the race, and I want to encourage you to put your trust in a loving God who will give you peace and joy when the rest of the world is in chaos. So what I want to, what I want to do is talk about something uh, that uh, the Bible has 31,124 verses. It's quite a lot of verses, really. Obviously, it wasn't written in verses, but that's how many that we've got. Uh, 8,352 of those verses contain prophecy. Did you know it was that much? So, just to give you an idea, that is near on, I'll try and, try and be as accurate as possible, that's near on a third of your Bible is, is about prophecy. Over 550 of those verses are in the Old Testament, and they point to and were fulfilled by the coming of Jesus. Thank goodness for that. Uh, and there are lots more verses. Okay? There are plenty of verses about Jesus. Uh, even from literally the first word in the Bible it can start pointing towards Jesus, which is absolutely awesome. So if it, just that on its own would probably be enough for most people to validate some of the Bible. And we here have got to believe in the entire Word of God. If, 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 if we start picking and choosing, then we'll, we'll end up completely lost and we'll, we'll go the way of the world. But this is holding prophecies which have come true, which are coming true, and which will come true. The other amount of prophecies that you find in the, the Bible are about Israel and the Jewish nation. And I, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed sort of uh, digging into some of these, these prophecies and finding out what God has been saying, uh, is saying, and, will, and, and things which will happen. Uh, now, uh, a lot of you, this this, this You'll know this already. So it was back in Deuteronomy where um, Moses was, was given the, the prophecy about the land of Israel, that, that the Jewish people will have their own land. Uh, he, he was also the same person who was told that the, the Jewish nation will lose that land 
if they were to, to loot, if they were to forget God, they were going to lose their land. And that happened so many times. Okay, the 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 uh, the Israelites sort of fell away from God, and uh, then they lost their land. They were allowed uh, nations around them to conquer the land, and they were put into exile. Uh, and then they repented, and then they got their land back, and then they forgot God, and and it goes backwards and forwards. Uh, And all these things were prophesied way before they happened. And don't don't you find it crazy? Uh, and, and, And this happens in our own lives as well. Sometimes you can be given something. You can be given a word, and in that, that immediate time, that immediate folk, uh, future, you are like, yes, I'm positive, God's got me, that I, I've, I've got a word for me, I know what's going to happen, and then you, 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 you pass a few months, you forget it, and you've headed off in the wrong direction. This is what happened. This is what happened to the, the Israelites of the day. They had the word, yes, 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 and then they forgot it, and then they, they got lost, and then they, they, they were brought back. Uh, and I've, I've really enjoyed, and if, if only there was time, I would, have, would love to have like gone through. There's so many different scriptures from, uh, uh, where's my list, from Ezekiel. Uh, you, you've got um, prophecies. You've got prophecies in Isaiah. You've got prophecies in Daniel. You've got prophecies in Joel. You've got loads. And these are all different people, all from slightly different times, are all prophesying about these events, which came true. Now, there's a few little things I want to sort of just just focus in on, um, because one, I quite like them, you might quite like them, and also then there's some encouraging bits of word of God uh, as well. So, just in uh, Ezekiel in particular, uh, Ezekiel's talking about a time where uh, Israel will be destroyed. And even Jesus says about the temple being destroyed and that nations around them will take over their land. It will be a trampled land. Uh, and as we know, when Jesus was, was taken up and uh, you have the Acts of the Apostles and uh, near on just at the end of the, the, the Apostles, Ju- Jerusalem falls. And the Israelite nation are scattered around the world. Back in Ezekiel's time, Ezekiel was given that uh, to, to write down, uh, the same as in um, Joel as well, that you'd be scattered across many nations. And the Israelites were. They were scattered all around the world, and they lost their land. But it didn't, doesn't just kind of end there. They were also given the prophecy that they would have their land back and this is something I just kind of want to focus in on because it just, it is what we call modern history now. Um, but it shows how precise and how accurate the word of God is. So God says that the, the nations will take over the land. We, we know that. We know that many different, different people take, took over the land. It says that the land which was bountiful, that when the Israelites were in the land, the land was bountiful, it was beautiful, it was, there was just fields of, of, of trees and bushes and vegetation, it was a pleasant land. 
uh, and Ezekiel says, and, and others said that those la uh, that, that land will become desolate and full of plagues and diseases. You think, how does that kind of happen? Well, I, I found, I, I did some digging. I was, I was quite keen to find out some, a little bit more about this. Uh, and uh, what God kind of just, just sort of showed me was that there was, there was two parts to this. One was there was a little bit of a miraculous reason, and the other one was a very human reason that, that we, we caused, caused this event to happen. Back just before 1914, the area uh, now, which is called Israel, was, uh, uh, was, had been taken over by the Ottoman Empire. Now, the Ottoman Empire was sort of Turkey, uh, and sort of Turkish law fed into that area. The very strange thing that I found out was in Turkey at that time, within the o o Ottoman Empire, was that they taxed their citizens not on the fruit uh, and the nuts that they sold. They worked it out in a different way. They taxed the citizens on the trees on their land. Now you can look this up. I've, I'm, it was a, a, an interesting, interesting law. So, who here likes paying taxes? Silence. <laughs> I was expecting that. Oh, Ian likes paying taxes. Send your forms to Ian. Um, no, no one in that land wanted to pay any taxes to, to uh, the Ottoman Empire. So they cut down and burnt all the trees in the whole area. So just, I, I think this was just before the 19, 1900s. Uh, no, this is in the 1900s. Get my dates right. Um, so the whole area was scorched, which it actually says in the Bible. Uh, it was deforested. That'll work. Um, uh, and the whole area became barren. The miraculous side was there was huge amount of times of drought in that area as well. And when it did rain, the, the water pulled together and caused these swamps. And within these swamps, you had all these mosquitoes. And the remaining people who stayed in this land at the time were, were, were basically um, chased out by diseases and by plagues, by malaria especially, uh, was, was rife from these, these mosquitoes. And they are the exact things that God says about the land. Again, to the letter, God says that the land will become barren. It will become scorched. It will become dry. There will be plagues and diseases. So how just, again, just those, that one little thing, how amazing is that? that? That was written about thousands of years before with that level of accuracy. Now, uh, this, again, going into uh, sort of more modern-day um, history, uh, in 1948, after, after the World War, Israel was given its nation back, and they took over the land. The amazing thing now is that it is bountiful and beautiful. There is not a country in the world now which doesn't have some export from Israel. 
Israel is like the number fifth country in the world with, with certain powers, with their economy, with uh, their exports. Uh, and you think this is a tiny little slither of a nation within a whole world. And they are up there with the likes of, of, of many of the big nations. In Isaiah 66, 8, it says a nation was born in a day, and it was. The nation of Israel is the only nation which was just born in that day. Someone decreed that that was going to happen, and that the area was given over to Israel. Uh, it's Ezekiel for reference. Ezekiel 36, 35, it says the land becomes like Eden again. Uh, they, they actually have more water supply than they know what to do with. They, they are the, the top um, in technology for converting desalinating water and everything. And they literally live in abundance. Um, you then have... Uh, uh, well, yeah, just, just stepping back, just before they were given that nation, um, you may recall sort of in the Bible where it says uh, about the, the valley of dry bones... And uh, they say, you're looking on a people without hope, which are just sort of skin and bones. There's no flesh and everything like that. A lot of people say that that, that was Ezekiel sort of seeing some of the, like, the Holocaust uh, uh, situation. Um, and and, and you, you think, you look at these people and they were malnourished. There is no hope. And yet, uh, God changes everything and brings back all these Jews from around every nation back into the land of Israel. So, this is the Bible. We've, we've got it being accurate about Jesus. We've got it being accurate about Israel. And that is, is what, what has happened. Uh, some of the things of what's happening now I'm just going to touch on this, and uh, it, it can be really, really sort of interesting with some of the things which are, which are going on. Uh, some of the things which are going on just in is Israel at the moment. Um, we've already said how, how uh, it's been, it's, uh, it's prophesied that, that, that Israel would become a nation sort of on its own again. It will have no, uh, no partners. The nations around it will, will sort of uh, not back Israel. Uh, literally within the last last year, you, you see that the U.S. has pulled out massively and will not support Israel in a lot of things. Uh, it, it didn't support any of the Palestinian uh, incidents. Uh, and um, just literally recently, Israel are looking for partners, and they've actually gone to Putin, literally last few, few weeks, gone to Putin for help and want, want Russia to kind of help back them. Um, and they're doing this at exactly the same time as in the left hand, as the right hand of Russia is then sending more military to Iran to uh, attack Israel. So we've got some really, really interesting things which are going on uh, in the land of Israel. Okay, so I've done, done two lots. How are we doing? So what I just want to go on to is... So God has talked about Jesus in, through, through his word, and God has talked about Israel through his word. What I want to kind of finish up on uh, is what is God saying about us, us now as a generation. 
And this, this is the bit which, which almost concerns me. And, and I'm, I'm saying about prophecy, not because prophecy is the be-all and end-all, by the way. Prophecy just encourages me especially, and I hope it encourages you, with the truth of the Bible, but more so that the Bible has a great commandment for us. It's asking us to go and spread the gospel around the world. That has not stopped. We are still, our purpose is that, that great, um, great commission to go into it to all the world. And while we are still here, that commission has not stopped. Uh, what I'm trying to just kind of say to you is, one, encourage you about the truth of the Bible, uh, and to encourage you perhaps to sort of read the Bible more and get some of this information, uh, and um, just strengthen the church, making sure, that, and, and this is something that I love this church for, is that we are a Bible-believing church. We believe in the Word of God in this Bible. We're not going to try and manipulate it to fit around our schemes, but we are going to stand firm on this Word of God. So I was saying about, uh, before I got completely distracted, I was saying about, what about us? Okay, and, and there are lots of prophecies about us. Uh, some of the, the, the prophecies are talking about the, uh, the end of the times, which I believe that we're in. I won't go too much into that, but uh, there are uh, a couple of tests that we can take to sort of see if we're in that, that times, and also uh, what God is saying for us uh, and about the situations that we're in and ahead of us. So let's try and go through a bit of scripture first. Uh, I've called this like the, the person test first. Uh, 2 Timothy uh, 3 1. Uh, but know this, hard times will come in the last days, for people's, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, demeaning, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, unloving, irreconcilable, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, without love for what is good, traitors, reckless, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding on to the form of godliness but denying its power." says avoid these people uh, uh, this this little little scripture you 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 just think um, many many of us will will have kind of lived long enough to have s almost seen this happening uh, and seen this change and one of the the biggest things if I just just pick up uh, for people will be lovers of self straight away the thing which pops into my mind is selfie uh, we are in a situation uh, which has only developed realistically from about 2006, 2007, when we started sort of getting all the, all the mobile phones and everything. And these little cameras have now um, have been good, but have also been bad. On the bad side, we've got how many people want to be famous. They want themselves to be famous. They want themselves up there. They want themselves to look good. And you, you have this, this selfie generation, which are lovers of themselves. A little concerning. The next little test that I've got is like a, an apostasy test, which is in 1 Timothy 4. 
uh, 1 to 2. It says, now the Spirit explicitly says that in the latter times there some will depart from the faith, paying attention to deceitful spirits and the teachings of demons, through the hypocrisy of liars whose conscience are seared. Uh, this one, again, in, in our lifetimes. Um, I remember growing up and... The, the, the church was, was, was full. Uh, you also had uh, great respect for the, 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 the pastors, whether you went to that, that church or not, or, or even, even sort of non-believers had respect for the pastors and, uh, and kind of say so in the street and hello, everything else. Um, but there are, unfortunately, quite a lot which have departed from the faith. And we, 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 we see that. That's not to say that there aren't lost people waiting to be saved and waiting to hear from us. But that is just saying that there are people who, who've known God and they've preferred to do things their, their own way. So that's another one. Uh, the next one is a lawlessness test. Okay, and that's in 2 Thessalonians uh, 2, 5 to 8. Uh, don't you remember that when I was still with you, I used to tell you about, uh, about this, and you know what is currently restraining him. Uh, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work but the one now is restraining will be until he's out of the way. I think I've got, I think I'm just a little bit ahead of myself, to be honest. Uh, from the day you're not coming, unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed. Um, it's, it's, it's saying that, again, people will do things for themselves uh, apart from the law. Uh, again, I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm almost struggling watching TV at the moment because when you watch TV, there is so much that uh, just sort of springs up and you think, where did that come from? Or um, if, if you're watching the news, you, you, see, you see sort of news stories happening and you think, oh, well, clearly the law says that that should, should be happening. Uh, but it doesn't. Something completely different happens. You think, well... That's not the law. Where did that come from? And that's, that's, that's building up. That, that's, that scripture I'll, I'll dive into just a fraction more. Um, it's talking about the man of lawlessness, and it says that the, the, um, uh, it's being held back. Uh, and one of the, 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 the pretty strong uh, thoughts are is, is the church holding that, that back. And when the church is taken out of the way, uh, that lawlessness is able to just go wild, okay? Uh, it is very important for us as a church to stand up for what is morally uh, right uh, and what is morally correct. Um, this eve is one, one thing that we need to kind of stand up to. If you do get anyone come to your door, offer them some scripture. 
Um, lastly, just in, in my list of tests, is the scoffers test, uh, which is in 2 Peter. Uh, 2 Peter 3, 1 to 7. Okay, it says, dear friends, this is now the second letter I've written to you. In both letters, I want to stir up uh, your sincere understanding by a way of reminder so that you recall the words previously spoken by the holy prophets and the command of our Lord and Savior given through the apostles. Above all, be aware of this. Scoffers will come in the last days, scoffing and following their own evil desires, saying, where is this coming that is promised? Ever since your, our ancestors fell asleep, all things continue as they have been since the beginning of creation. They deliver... They, blah, they deliberately overlook this. By the word of God, the heavens came into being long ago, and the earth was brought about from water and through water. Through these, the world of that time perishes when it is flooded. By the same word, the present heaven and earth stored up for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and the destruction of the ungodly. Um, Again, a sort of a question out there. How many of you have, have had the scoffers, have had sort of people blatantly deny any, any, anything that you talk about, about Jesus? And there is lots. I, I, and I've, I've, um, I, I've had the privilege of working uh, with the, the Turkic Belt Ministries, and uh, I have heard so many uh, situations where Christians in, especially in the persecuted church, uh, where they are constantly under fire from from scoffers, uh, and it's it's not just just there, but it's also here as well, uh, and we we as Christians um, are almost heading down to the minority in comparison to, to everything, uh, every other one's views. So they're, they're just my, my tests. And I, I, again, I don't want to leave you just on that. That wouldn't be particularly fun. Um, uh, but I just want to, want to say, I, I think and I would like to hope that most of those, you would say, yes, I'm aware of that happening now. Yes, I'm aware that, I, uh, that, that it is difficult to be a Christian. But what I want to lift your hearts up about is that we have an amazing God, an amazing God, that through any challenges that we go through, we are going through it with peace and joy. And that is something that the world will never get its head around because it, is, it could see you going through some struggles in life, but it won't understand why you have that strength to carry on why you have that smile in your, on your face, and why you have that hope that God has got you. And that, I hope, will be more than an encouragement. Um, as we go through times which unfortunately won't be easier, but no, and this is how I'm going to wrap up. Uh, I've said it just already that I am so thankful that this is a Bible-believing church. The church is here 
to support us, to encourage us, to keep us going, to encourage one another. And I want to encourage you to encourage others. So use this time in church. We're not only coming to God. Yes, that is important. We're not only worshiping God. But, but this is a time where we can encourage each other to keep on going. As I started, to run that race of endurance, to fight that good fight and know that uh, we are trying to listen in on God's word each day through his Bible. And we're trying to help our brothers and sisters go through life as well. What I kind of just feel, um, we had a bit of an altar call just almost after the songs. Um, but what I want to do is I do want to pray for you all. Uh, but I also want to take it as a time to, uh, for us to pray over our pastors. I, I want to pray over Paul, Paul and Wendy, and I want us as a church to pray over them. Um, as I said, you've got, you, you have like uh, back some time, there was probably a little bit more respect. <laughs> I, I, love, I love these guys, and I know that they love the church as well, and I know where their heart is, and I know that they are constantly in God's word and uh, I know that there is a great encouragement and leadership from them and as a church I think that would be very appropriate that we pray for them pray protection over them uh, we pray for the spirit over them as well but first I just want to pray over everyone here first off dear heavenly father I thank you lord for your word I thank you that it is immutable that it, it your word never returns void it is always, your promises are always fulfilled. We see that in that, just in that third of the Bible of the, the just prophecies, of just prophecies. They are, they, ha, they are being fulfilled, they have been fulfilled, and they will be fulfilled, Lord. And I thank you for that. Father, I thank you for everyone here. Lord, I pray for an encouragement in their lives, whatever they are dealing with. Uh, this world can be tough. This world can be difficult. We can have struggles. You've never said that it would be a walk in the park. You never said it was going to be easy. Uh, but you said that you would never leave us or forsake us. So, Father, I pray, Lord, for that, that, that filling of the Holy Spirit in each one of our lives, that we are refreshed, that we are renewed, that we are strengthened, that we are encouraged, Lord, I pray for your peace on every single one of us here. Lord, I pray for your joy to be in abundance in our lives, Father. That as we walk out into this dark world, that we will be the light shining, that we will be that light on top of a hill that no one can mistake, Father. That it will be your light shining through us and that people will recognize that there is something different in our lives and it's something that they will want in their lives so father i just pray for each each one of us keep us safe lord throughout this evening as there are sort of wickedness uh, and and evil things which do happen uh, at, at this time lord i pray for protection over us i pray that if we uh, if we are in the vicinity of that that we will know the right words to say to say to these people that uh, that our, we will be protected uh, and that you will just be that light shining and hopefully uh, go in and, and, and play a part in 
their lives going on. Lord, I just lift this up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, right, okay, so we'll just go and pray for Pastor Paul and Wendy. If you'd like to just step up, both of you. And if I could just have a couple of leaders uh, be in here. And Stacy is Stacy's wandering around. <laughs> we are extremely grateful for everything that you both do. We really are. Heavenly Father, I pray over Pastor Paul and Pastor Wendy. I thank you for them. I thank you that they have submitted to your will. Uh, and they are constantly seeking your direction. Church, if you could just stand, just so you can stand with us in this. Lord, they are stewards over this house. They are stewards guiding part of the body of Christ. And Lord, I pray that the Spirit, your Spirit is constantly with them, constantly directing them. And I pray for your divine protection over their lives and over their family, Father. I thank you for the words that they speak over this church. And I thank you for their constant prayers for the church also. Even all those times that we don't even hear about them, Lord, we know that they're praying, praying for us. Lord, I just, just pray that we can stand with them and that we can support them. And I pray that this church grows almightily uh, in your name based on your Bible, uh, into, a, into a dark world being a strong light for you. Bless them abundantly, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.